0: Ben Hartley, where you get the positive energy you need to help you grow your business, your relationships, and your mindset. If you need the show notes or want to check out the latest blog post, visit sixfigurephotography.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Six Figure Photography Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. The purpose of this podcast—I love all the Ps. Can I just say that I love the alliteration of the show. The purpose of the podcast is to help you grow your business, and I, you know, there's so many ways that we can go about doing this. Every now and then, uh, it, it'll be a rant about personal development. It may be an interview with someone who is directly inside of like the photography niche that you're in. You know, I just had the opportunity uh, to interview Sean to talk about senior portrait photography, right? So very specifically within that, sometimes I go kind of one ring out and maybe it's just uh, something that's more related to the photography world at large. But every now and then, we have this great joy to interview somebody who's like not even involved in the creative space. Maybe they're just a solopreneur or an entrepreneur of some sort, and they've got knowledge to drop. My goal is to interview the best of the best and bring that content to you, the listener. And so thank you guys so much for being here. I'm really jazzed about today's episode because this is actually, can can I, I, I think I've admitted this before, uh, audience. Um, I feel like most of the content that I'm after that I'm seeking <laughs> seeking out for the podcast it's content that um, I like I need help with. I need some development with like I'm in your shoes as the listener. and and today I'm excited because it's that. I'm like, oh man, this is my opportunity uh, to kind of sneak in a little <laughs> air quotes like uh, free consultation on drum roll, please. Leslie, could you get a drum roll in on the edit for this? That would be great. We're talking about Pinterest today. We got three specific actions that you can take Today, like when the episode is done, when it hangs up, and you arrive back at home from your walk with your pup, three specific actions that you can take today to improve your Pinterest strategy. And I have Carolina Guzik with me to help deliver this content because uh, I, I honestly, I know so little about a ton of things. <laughs> and Pinterest falls right into that category of a ton of things. So let me introduce you as Carolina. Carolina, she runs the Pardon me. She runs the Tog Republic. She's been a wedding and lifestyle photographer for 10 years. Uh, And during this time, it's like uh, test and learn, test and learn. She's learned so much about marketing and how to run a successful photography business. Her goal is very similar to mine. It is to share with you the knowledge that she has obtained so that you too can have a business that you love, that supports the lifestyle that you are after. Carolina. Welcome to the show. How are you doing?
1: I am so excited, Ben. I was excited this morning, but after this introduction, I am Pump. Your energy is like at a 10 and I love it.
0: It's at an 11, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is so fun. Caroline, it reminded me. So you and I had the opportunity to connect uh, and have a conversation over at the Tog Republic. Was that last year? Or was that, that was
1: last year. Uh, and we talk about, uh, you're an expert on this, which is like the bridal show. So we had a very, very awesome conversation. Actually, your podcast is like still at the top 10 of the most downloaded. So I know nice. people really look for
0: it. Nice that I feel like that deserves maybe for me to come back on and see if I can outrank the last episode. Maybe I don't. We can talk about it. We can talk about.
1: Listen, it. Listen, the doors uh, are open, and I would love to do this.
0: Oh, that'd be cool! And listen, I'll make sure to get a link to that episode of your podcast, The Talk Republic, uh, in the show notes for everyone, so they can hear the us kind of. Uh, uh, flip sides, more or less, uh, switch chairs. I'm not sure what the exact uh, terminology is. Um, okay. So Carolina, you've been a photographer for 10 years, weddings and lifestyle. How did you settle into those two genres, uh, of the space?
1: Well, uh, I started as a family photographer. And at the time, I was like, you know, I love this. It's super fun. I'm never gonna do a wedding. That seems so stressful. And then the opportunity came and I was like, Oh, okay, I'm gonna do this. (laughs) And then, of course, I searched for like mentors to help me navigate, you know, wedding photography. And here we are 10 years later. That's what yeah. I do.
0: <laughs> what did you were you were your, were your um, assumptions correct? Was it really stressful? I mean, when you said that you were like, no, that's too stressful, and then I decided to do it. Like, did was, did it validate that fact?
1: I mean, honestly, the first weddings were like nerve wracking. I was like, yeah. oh my god, what am I doing? Like, I'm stressed. Like, even when I look back today at weddings that I did, and I was like, oh my god, it is a miracle that nothing happened. You know, like talk about just shooting with one camera things like that. and I was like, Oh my God, what did I do? Thank God everything worked out fine. But yes, it was very stressful. But now, you know, after couples of hundreds of weddings, you is into it. And of course, every wedding is exciting. And of course, there is always, you know, a little bit of nerves, but like, now it's completely manageable.
0: Yeah. Walk me through that season of life. You know, like if you could kind of go back in time 10 years, I think so many of the listeners, they're in that stage, maybe not like the very beginning But I think for a lot of them, this is year one, this is year three, and maybe they're still in that process. I mean, like for myself personally, I worked a full-time like career job for, for a little over two years as I was trying to like build this thing. Right. And so maybe they're in that phase. And so I'd love to kind of go back, even as I introduced kind of a little bit about you, like that, that phase of like testing and learning and testing, learning all the different kinds of marketing uh, opportunities out there there's so many things w- can you paint a picture of like what that life looked like in the early in the early days well
1: I think that if I could go back and give myself an advice is to relax a little bit like you don't need to do everything at the same time right i was managing another job that had nothing to do with photography it was my full-time job so 40 hours there then i had to come home and still be a wife and run my house and know yeah. we'll have a personal space and i think that i overwhelmed myself too much with trying to do so many things at once and no, i was like oh my god i need to match my income because i need to quit and you know like if i who is going to take me seriously if i have another job which is a complete lie that has nothing to do you can be an awesome photographer and still have a full time job outside that so yeah. i think that i would say that to myself relax a little bit take your time you have this other job that is providing for you know for your lifestyle whatever you need and now you're like getting into photography and you're learning about it and you you know you're discovering new things so just Relax. Not everything needs to happen all at once. You're not Mm going to achieve where you want to be in one month or in one year or in two years. Like still, I've been in business for 10 years and every year it's a little bit different. I learn new things every day. Another thing I will say, stay humble. There is always learning. doesn't matter how big you get or how successful you are. There is always an opportunity to learn something new.
0: Yeah, so I, think uh, good. I, I couldn't agree with that more. You know, I, I I think a lot about what it means to be uh, an expert. You know, like what what are the what are the uh, qualities of an expert? And I think one of the fundamental qualities of an expert is someone who is in a state of continual learning, just like nonstop learning that they believe that they've never arrived, that there's always something to learn. And actually, and not even in like a, um, like there's something to learn in every single conversation with every single human being. You could be in a conversation with a high school student and they have something to teach you. You could be in conversation with a middle school and they've got something to teach you. There is an opportunity to learn in every dialogue. Uh And, um, and it's it, it's a spirit of humility is is what it is. And and I've met very few true experts that don't um kind of exhibit that belief and 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 behavior. Um and by the way, there's one other thing that I started to think about when you were sharing, you know, in this conversation about being overwhelmed, you know, uh, so I do a lot of mentoring, I do a lot of coaching with photographers, and I you know, I, you see Gary Vaynerchuk talk about this. But we have so much time, you know, and I think there's so much pressure that we place on ourselves, you know, f- you know, uh, hopping onto social, uh, just being exposed to an infinite amount of human beings. Correct, <laughs> and they're all like the you know, and we're always exposed to like you know the like the twenty year old millionaire <laughs> who's who's on Instagram. it's yeah. kind well, of I telling know, us. Like,
1: I don't live private yeah. yet.
0: Yes, I totally agree. So I, I was uh, I was um doing some coaching yesterday and um it's such an, an like a mind-blowing talent that I'm coaching, right? Like this girl is just phenomenal. Like she's going to do incredible things and she's expressing to me just like, "Man, I got to figure this out. I got to figure out this life. I got to figure out what I'm doing." And, and I'm like, how old are you again? (laughs) You know, 23. I was like, I didn't even, I hadn't even shot a wedding. But when I was 23, like the, 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 nothing had even happened in my life. The podcast, any education didn't even pop into my mind for like five years after that. And that's just using me as a reference. And I'm freakishly young relative. You know what I mean? Like it's, we have so much time. We have so much time to experiment and to test and to learn and to enjoy it. Correct. Like this can be a really fun career if we allow ourselves the space and the breadth to enjoy it. And so, amen. That's such great advice, Carolina. Thank yeah, you for sharing Yeah, I mean,
1: and that's some advice that I gave myself is still today. Like, I think this happens at every single stage in your business. I think that social media is both a blessing and a curse. You, As you said, you go on, you start looking at this, you know, 22 years old, flying on a a private jet, staying on a private island, and and you start wondering what the heck is happening in my life. And, you know, take it back. That has nothing to do with you. uh, Your experience in this life is going to be completely different than everybody else. Give yourself some grace and just enjoy. Enjoy the present moment.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And also don't compare like new photographers, you know, you go and you take a look at your photos and then you go and compare yourself with like, I don't know, these massive, huge brands out there, big names. And you're like, oh my God, but they're so good. Well, they have 15 years of experience on you. So calm down a little bit and just, you know, relax.
0: <laughs> yeah. Amen. Um a quick practical advice on that too, is I, I had to do this, you know, I, cause comparison's a thief of joy. I, so, but I didn't want to stop learning. I didn't want to stop um, getting inspired and, 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 and uh, learning ideas and techniques and um, composition. And so I just, I began to pursue following photographers that weren't directly in my space that weren't mm-hmm. directly in my niche. Right. So being a wedding photographer primarily, Um, I started following a lot of uh, fashion photography. I started following a lot of uh, portraiture uh, photography, um, fine art photography. And I discovered in the process, I could learn about the craft because the lighting principles apply, mm-hmm. right? It's like the Correct. tech applies. I could, I could, and I actually got some really cool ideas that I got to bring into the wedding space rather than just copying other wedding photographers. I got to like kind of borrow maybe this thing that I sell on like a fine art piece and then apply it to weddings. And and it, it also saved me that that kind of uh, mental exertion of resisting the comparison you know, that I, that I just do to myself. And so, uh, even, even right there, it could be a little nugget for somebody who's out there and they're just struggling with
1: that. That is a brilliant idea. And just to continue on this, I say, um, look for inspiration. Definitely like make that a task, look for inspiration outside of what you are doing. This is what I do with all of my marketing. I'm always looking what big companies are doing Things that have nothing to do with photography are doing because, as you said, the principle is the same. I just need to tweak it so I can apply it to my business.
0: Yeah, yep, Carolina. Um, I wanna, I wanna make this very hard right turn, pivot. Let's do it. Uh, no chill, zero chill right now. Directly into Pinterest. Let's do this. I, you know, it's I, I love. Getting the chance to kind of riff, uh, and uh, this is the this is what I love about the podcast. It's like I don't know what we're going to talk about. Let's see what happens. And yet, there's a commitment that I have that, that I've given to myself that I want to learn about Pinterest, and so uh, and I'm excited about this. And you know, anytime I can surround myself with someone who has who's gone before me, they've learned you, you've wrestled with this platform for a while. Um, I want to take advantage of this. And, and so I'm, you know, I'm just curious even to hear like my first question. Go ahead. When I look at the landscape in 2020 of social media, um, for myself now as like a 33 year old guy, Pinterest is not on my radar. Right. And, and what I need to uh, maybe confess is, because it's not on my radar, I have not given it attention. And obviously, that's a confession because that's not where my audience is, right? That's not, Or maybe, maybe in my mind, I'm thinking like, well, maybe they're not there. I'm not there. I don't even know if Pinterest is relevant. So can you maybe talk a little bit about, because to me, it, it feels it feels slightly... <laughs> Slightly MySpacey or LinkedIny. And, and obviously there's opportunities on <laughs> LinkedIn too. But like, uh, tell me about the relevancy of Pinterest in 2020. Uh, and because I'm admitting that uh, I, I've probably made a dreadful mistake in that assumption.
1: Listen, nothing makes me more excited than somebody that has some doubt about Pinterest because I'm like, fantastic, we're going to do this and I'm going to change your mind and by the end of this podcast, you're going to be doing these three steps. So that's something that I'm excited. Now, you're not the only photographer in this boat. I have spoken with hundreds of photographers. 80% of them look at me as if I had five heads, When I talk about Pinterest, they're like, "Mm, but for real? And then I'm like, yeah, for real.
0: That was was like 2012, 2015, that like we were all on the Pinterest chain uh, train, Uh, but it's still relevant.
1: Listen, it's more relevant than ever. And I think the first misconception that we are going to attack right here, right now is that you think it is a social platform. And Pinterest is not a social platform. You don't go to Pinterest to like your friend's photos to see what your friend is doing. You don't do that. Pinterest is a search engine platform, Mm -hmm. just like Google, just like Yahoo, but it's prettier because it leads with photos. And as photographers, we have plenty of photos. So there is a massive opportunity for us. Another thing that you said, the market photographers, the majority of photographers are not paying attention to Pinterest and this blows my mind because as of today, statistics from Pinterest, they say that 40 million engaged couples are looking at Pinterest to plan their wedding. That is a lot of people that you can move from Pinterest into your website. So pretty much the world that I use Pinterest is as a funnel. And that's exactly what we should be doing. If you go today, Ben, and you do a little you know, Instagram questions for your rights, and you ask them because that's what I did. I'm like, well, let's see if this is true. I'm like, how many of you use Pinterest to plan your wedding? I can guarantee you that 90% of them, they're going to tell you I did. Yeah. So, I love it.
0: I'm, I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> so, I'm like pulling up my phone, Carly, and I'm like, I'm hopping on Instagram. I'm making a poll. I'm Make- going to put it out there. And by the way, just to be clear, it's not because I doubt you. It's because I I think you're completely right and i'm so wrong in my in in my judgments about this platform and i i want to see the data uh right in front of my eyes i take um, absolutely
1: no offense because i'm a very analytic person so i'm yeah. like i was in marketing before and every single thing that i do like i have to test it with an eye yeah. it's like so when i start seeing this change in pinterest in my own account i was like am i am i just being lucky or am i doing something really right so i went to my brides and i'm like I asked this question. So I'm like, did you plan your wedding on Pinterest? What did you use Pinterest for? Tell me more about it. And once I gathered that, that data, I was like, I have something here. I've been really misusing this platform. I am pretty much leaving money on the table, but not using this platform. And this needs to change right now.
0: Yeah. How has Pinterest evolved? Uh and maybe this is a silly question because maybe the listeners, you don't need to get caught up. I feel like again, I was involved in it back in you know the early days and 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 I'm curious how they've if it's evolved or if it's kind of stayed pretty consistent. Um, are there any new kind of opportunities within the platform?
1: There, yes, there is opportunities. The platform doesn't evolve in my opinion, as fast as, let's say, Instagram or mm-hmm. or Facebook, right? I think that since I've been using it for this business of wedding photography, which has been a bit about three to four years, uh, it has been consistently. They Now, I think they're seeing more people using the platform. So, of course, now they're capitalizing in advertising. Now they're using video. So there's having been some changes that are really good for the platform, but it's still there is an opportunity. Like if you don't have a Pinterest account after this podcast, please go get one. Cause I'm gonna okay. like, and also another thing to mention here before we dive in, perhaps you're listening to this episode and you're like, Oh my God, one more thing that I need to do. You're rolling your eyes. You're like, enough is enough. Like well, kind
0: is- of how we started the episode. We're <laughs> like, there's so much to do.
1: Exactly. Like Instagram already takes 90% of my day. And what I have to tell to all of you listening is that Pinterest is the least needy platform. So what I do in my business, once a month, I plan all my content for the month. That takes me about an hour and then I forget about it. Okay. So
0: An hour to plan a month's worth of content.
1: I'm not lying to you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. see.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I don't know. This sounds too good to be true. I don't know.
0: All right. So, okay. I've got a couple questions here and then I want to get into that content generation side of things, how you're, how you're kind of, um, uh, what's the word? Nah, I don't know. Creating. We'll just go with creating, okay. or creating the content, you know, for the whole month. But, but let me rewind, you know, uh, you had mentioned with Pinterest there, there's not just the organic reach, the search opportunities, but the advertising opportunities and, as as we're discussing this, is the is the crux of your message? Is it in regards to an organic opportunity uh, for results, or are we about to get offered the pitch for running ads on Pinterest?
1: Everything that I do is organic.
0: Oh, we wonderful! That's nice so to
1: hear. <laughs> you need to spend one dollar here. I mean, there is an opportunity if you want to spend money, but right now, what we're doing, it's all organic.
0: Yeah, and that's probably a good way to start. Uh, exactly, is to build and then and then to start, you know, dishing out the cash. Okay, cool. I, I was just curious about that because you did you did kind of slide in that little advertising thing, and I was wondering where we were going.
1: No, I just wanted yeah. to mention that there is a possibility if you want to, but everything that I teach it's organic. Yeah, and the success okay. that I have had with my Pinterest has been organic.
0: Awesome. Well, listen, you've the direction that we're going is. Three specific things that the listeners could do today to improve their Pinterest strategy, and my guess is that we're gonna uh, find ourselves in in talking about the content generation side of things for like you know the the month prior and how to actually get content up there as a part of one of these strategies. But I'd like to throw kind of the ball over to you right now, and and to kind of open up one of these main tips that you have for Pinterest that someone could do like like right now.
1: Alrighty. So if you have a Pinterest account right now, like, do you, let me ask you, do you have a Pinterest account, Ben?
0: Yeah. So fun fact, I do have a Pinterest account. And again, Pinterest was a big part of our strategy early on. Uh, I photographed, uh, I booked my first um, uh, wedding in Paris actually off of Pinterest. And so, All right, so- <laughs> uh, yeah, right. This is a crazy, crazy thing. Um, b- uh, so I have an account But I think it's probably been dormant for, let's just say, the last 12 months. It's probably gone dormant.
1: Okay. So the majority of people that have a Pinterest account that I come across with, they do have an account. It started like everybody else. You got your account. Suddenly, you start pinning all kinds of things. You start pinning pictures. You start pinning recipes. You start pinning your dream house. You start pinning, I don't know, Things to do around the kitchen, your gardening tips, whatever the case is. That was the case for me. I was pinning all kinds of nonsense. So, the first thing that I want to share with all of you is that we need to do some housekeeping in our Pinterest account. And we need to start thinking that Pinterest is going to be an extension to our website. So, you wouldn't have all kinds of nonsense in your website, right? The same thing with Pinterest. You think very (laughs) highly
0: of me. There there was a day and age that my website had. All kinds of nonsense. <laughs> so maybe we need to start there. We need to get rid of the nonsense on the website. Exactly. And then that in our Pinterest. But I, I'm tracking with you. I'm tracking. Okay, good. Yeah.
1: So we need to do housekeeping. And Pinterest had made super simple to do so. Like if you have a board, let's say for like, I don't know, interior design ideas, you can just go and hide that board. Make it secret. You can still pee into it, but nobody needs to see that. You know, in my, for example, in my life. I am a vegetarian. I am constantly looking for new recipes to add into, you know, my life. So Mm -hmm. I spend a lot of time looking for these recipes on Pinterest. Now, people that come into my profile that are looking for weddings, they don't need to know that I'm a vegetarian, that I'm pinning how to make, you know, like cheese ravioli or whatever the case I'm doing. So that can stay private. So the first thing and the most important thing is to have a Pinterest that match your brand and that is clean. So we're going to get rid of all the boards that make nothing that are not related to our brand or to what we do.
0: Okay, good. So uh, I've got a couple questions with this. So it sounds okay. like we're going to go back. I, well, I'll talk about myself specifically. So I'm going to go back. I'm going to log in. I'll probably have to reset my password. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to do the whole like forgot password thing and find my way back into my account. Uh, that'll take 30, 40 minutes, I'm sure. Um, trying to remember my username. So, um, but I've, I've, I'll be in my account. And the first step is to consider just to remove the clutter. To, yes. I'm going to avoid the organizational standpoint yet because I've got questions on that. I think that's actually one of the reasons I, maybe I felt slightly paralyzed uh, of not knowing exactly like how to organize my boards and that kind of stuff. And so I'll ask questions there in a minute.
1: That comes in a second. (laughs)
0: Okay, Good. Yeah. So, but for right now, it's just all of the the pins that I have on, um, you know, how to style men's haircuts uh, or like long long hairstyles for men that there I was bringing uh, By the way, I had some really terrible long hair. Um, I don't want, know why more people didn't tell me that I should cut it a few years ago. And by a few years ago, I mean like last year at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so I digress. I should remove all of those. Yeah. Uh, okay, good. Okay, so keep going. I'm tracking, keep going.
1: All right, so that's the first thing. One, we clean it and it's all organized. The second step, has to be branding, right? I don't know what your Pinterest looks like now, but I'm going to assume that it's a hot mess just for what you have told me. <laughs> so, so the first thing that we're going to do is we're going to go to that bio photo and we are going to use the same photo that we use for our Instagram, for our Facebook, you know, a photo that is branded. That okay, is going I put there.
0: Can I ask a question on sure. this, this? is More of a larger thing, you know, that avatar for that you're talking about that we're using on Instagram, that kind of stuff. Do you recommend that avatar be your logo? Do you recommend that avatar be like, you know, your beautiful pearly whites smiling <laughs> right at that screen? Do you, do you, I mean, this is more of a general conversation, but I'm just curious I if think, you have any thoughts on that. I,
1: I have thoughts on that. I think that if you are a studio with multiple photographers, it's going to be difficult to have like a group shot that might not look the best. So maybe-, maybe. You (laughs)
0: pinheads exactly but
1: if you are the face of your company i always say get a beautiful picture of yourself when you're making eye contact when you're smiling when you look approachable you look beautiful and use the same photo in all your social media platforms again pinterest is not a social media platform but it has an avatar so go ahead and use it all throughout your you know all your
0: accounts yeah. Real quick. I, I just need to, I, I think I personally need to settle it on this fact because you said it again so nonchalantly. You said, you know, Pinterest is not a social media platform. And I just need to, I need think I need to really understand that and let that s- sink in because I've always viewed Pinterest as a so- social media platform. But you're, again, the argument is that is it, a, it is a search platform, the correct? Fact.
1: Not
0: okay. The that makes me like it a lot more. Like I'm all I'm over all this social shit. Yeah. So, so like, yeah, nobody
1: goes into Pinterest to you know connect with friends. Nobody goes there to like follow you know another photographer because you like their style. Nobody does that. People go into Pinterest to type something in that search bar and get ideas. Once they get those ideas, they start saving them into their boards, repinning them, or getting out of Pinterest into that website. So okay. we'll get there.
0: Okay. All good. I'm I'm on board. Okay. Good. Cool. So you. I'm sorry. I think I interrupted you when no, you no, said that ahead. Pinterest was a hot mess. And at some point, I I I interrupted. Keep going.
1: So so you. I mean so we did the housekeeping. Now we're gonna put you know your beautiful face or your logo, whatever you use as your avatar, and then Pinterest gives you a space for a title and a bio. Now this is super important because. Again, since it is a search engine platform, it uses keywords, the same as Google, and it uses hashtags, the same as Instagram, which I think that's interesting. So you need to like pretty much that is prime real estate, right? So let's say for my own company, on my title, if I just put Carolina Gusick, photography, that means nothing really. But if I put Miami wedding photographer, when people are looking for Miami weddings, they are gonna come across my
0: profile. Gotcha. We'll so we're gonna, sure gonna cross reference We're cross referencing our keyword research for SEO and we're gonna use that as as our title. So like whatever our our main keyword that we're after, uh that so maybe mine would be like Columbus wedding photographer.
1: Correct. I mean you can't Very- have your name, right? Like Ben Hartley, you know, Columbus wedding photographer.
0: Okay, cool. So that's that is the title. Yeah. Ben Hartley. Any re- recommendation? Is it Ben Hartley Dash? It does that matter? Columbus wedding photographer. Any any advice there? No,
1: just you know your name and your main keyword.
0: Okay, cool. Sometimes it's
1: too long. It's going to tell you that you can because you have like a set amount of you know uh, letters that you can use. So let's say if your name is super long. Maybe don't use your name and use the you know the keyword.
0: Yep. Love and, it. Then and, that's the description, the, and then the description. You were saying, so. did you mention a bio? Is that what you said? Yeah, it
1: has like a little space also for a bio. So in the bio, you can go, you know, two steps farther into this and, you know, be like premier photographer in Columbus, Ohio, you know, specializing in, you know, luxury weddings. I don't know. Whatever your bio is that is still short and it's still, you can still use keywords within the bio, like luxury wedding or destination wedding photographer, things like that.
0: Okay, very good. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, HR actually easy for small businesses. I used to be on like an old school payroll processor from like 1982, and it was terrible. Gusto now has fast, simple payroll processing. Uh, This is the really cool thing. They automatically pay and file your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Um, They make like like W 2s, sending out 1099s, uh, incredibly easy to run. You guys, those old Gusto wear one of your many hats. Uh, It gets better because for you podcast listeners, you get the first three months free when you run your first payroll. Try this demo out for yourself at Gusto.com forward slash photo. That's Gusto.com G-U-S-T-O forward slash photo. Do you remember when you started your photography business. Like it was no small feat. It took late nights. It took early mornings. It took the occasional all nighter. Bottom line, you've been insanely busy ever since. So why not make things a little bit easier? Uh, Our friends at FreshBooks, they have the solution. So FreshBooks, is invoicing and accounting software, and it is designed specifically for small business owners, not like massive shops, small business owners. It is simple, it's intuitive, and it keeps you way more organized. Uh, Well then, uh, for me, it's, it's like the bottom drawer of like my Ikea furniture, but maybe you're like the shoebox kind of person with the crumbled receipts, either way. With FreshBooks, you create and send professional-looking invoices in like 30 seconds tops, and then you get them paid two times faster with automated online payments. File expenses even quicker and keep them perfectly organized for tax time, which is my biggest downfall is that organization for tax time. And here's the best part. With FreshBooks, it grows alongside your business, so you'll always have the tools you need when you need them without ever having to learn the ins and outs of accounting. So join the 24 million people who have used FreshBooks. There's a 30-day free trial. There's no catch. There's no credit card required. 30 days free. Go to freshbooks.com forward slash photography freshbooks.com forward slash photography and enter six figure photography. And how did you hear about us? That's the little section there. How did you hear about us? Six figure photography. You guys at this point, let's hop back to the show.
1: Now I'm assuming right now, because you haven't used your Pinterest in a long time that you are using what is a personal profile. So one thing that you can do is change that into a business profile. It's super simple to do. Can you uh,
0: recommend this?
1: I do recommend this for two things. First of all, with a business profile, it's going to give you analytics. You want to make sure that you track which pins are doing really well, which pins you know, are doing whatever. And eventually, if at one point you want to do advertising in Pinterest, you do need to have a business account to do so.
0: Very good. Uh, quick question. You know on other platforms, I feel like there's the the concern or the fear, and sometimes it's warranted, and other times maybe it's a superstition that when we switch to a business profile that um, you know maybe our our reach won't be as far that algorithmically will be penalized until we end up paying. <laughs> and I'm curious if, if if you've experienced that, if you have any thoughts on that in regards to the Pinterest platform?
1: I, I didn't experience that actually when I changed into a business account. Uh, and, and of course, when I applied all these things that I'm, that I'm showing with you, I saw a huge growth into my traffic, into my website coming awesome. from Pinterest.
0: That's awesome. So, Great.
1: So yeah, do it without any fear. Nothing is going to happen here.
0: <laughs> no fear. Okay, so we're switching to a business account. Uh, that's going to open up analytics. That's going to open up opportunities for advertising. Um, what next? So far, by the way, are we on – what tip are we on? Because I love it. So far, I'm, I'm just, I feel the like Because we're we okay, okay, this is tip yeah, too. Okay, good. Because the on, first
1: huh? tip is housekeeping. Second tip is branding.
0: Okay, good. I love it. So
1: now we're moving to tip number three, which is creating the content that your audience wants, right? So you clean your Pinterest. You got rid of all the boards that make no sense to you. Now, probably you have an empty Pinterest account. You're like, okay, well, now what? Well, now you're going to give people what they're looking for. What are they looking for? Venues, styles of weddings, colors of weddings, seasons of weddings. The sky is the limit, and you can go as niche as possible, creating boards into your account. Now,
0: yeah, I think this is where I felt slightly paralyzed because maybe I, you know, uh, I heard I don't know if conflicting information, maybe it's not mutually exclusive, but I heard varying opinions, right? So that your boards, the the boards shouldn't be, uh, um, what man, what was I hearing? Um, You know, uh, maybe a venue specific board, but instead it should be a board based off of color palettes that then include multiple venues uh, that all can maybe contain that color palette or, you know, I, I just, there was so many different kind of approaches to it and is what you're saying like, yes, like go for it, like all the above, see what works. Or have you found th- that there is a great way to s- maybe to start? Let's say that there's someone who's listening that has zero boards, right? There's nothing to organize because they've never pinned anything. Do you have any recommendation for like, is there a good first kind of strategy for boards?
1: Yes. I would say to start with venues. Venues. What have you worked at? Where do you have work that you can show me from different venues around your city and create boards for each venue that you have been at?
0: Okay, very good. So just to be clear, I'm, I'm going to kind of step through this so I Go understand, ahead. you know, because I think in the past two, maybe I've done a board that was like, you know, Jack and Jill's, um, uh, uh, but- you know, I don't know, fall wedding or something like that. i and tell was- you
1: something right now. Nobody's looking for Jack and Jill.
0: Yeah, okay, very good. Nobody okay, so, knows who so Jack, Jack and are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, got it. No, ignore the couple's name and just put. Let's say that the wedding was at the Columbus Museum of Art. So we're going to do a board called the Columbus Museum of Art, and then inside that board is going to be all kinds of different pictures from any uh, any event that I photographed. All there
1: exactly. Okay. That's gonna because once we start getting into creating boards, it could be people could get overwhelmed because it's like, oh my God, this is like a huge candy store and I could have everything I want. I think that what you have heard in the past, uh, when Pinterest first started, kind of like the the law of Pinterest, if I could say that, it was like, oh, you're supposed to pin 70% other people's content, 30% your content. That has gone out the window as the platform has changed. They have seen that this is not the way it works. If you want to do that perfectly for my business, it makes no sense for me to pin pictures from your business because I mean, why would I send pictures? I mean, people to your website, right? I'm here to get my own clients, so I only pin my work.
0: Okay, so 100% your own yeah. work. With okay. an
1: exception here that I'll tell you, not to make things complicated, but I do have. Two boards that are kind of like public, which is one is hairstyles and Oh my
0: gosh. (laughs) Carolina, I love can I I'm so sorry. Continue. And then I need to talk about Harry Styles for All a minute.
1: The right. so one is Harry Styles and the other one is how to decorate with pictures. So like a lot of people is like, oh my God, I like, I've never seen actual printed photos on a wall. Like, I don't know how that looks. And I'm like, well, here is a board in Pinterest when you can see beautiful display of photos and you can get an idea. So that has nothing to do. I mean, that is not my business per se, but that has something to do with my business and it helps me with sales.
0: Okay, cool. I've got a couple questions about this, this notion that you said, uh, uh, I think you call them public kind of boards. I'll ask about that in a second, but, but first you said Harry Styles. And so now I have to share this really fun story. So I'll be brief. Uh, cause you're not listening to learn about Harry Styles, but so my wife's like celebrity crush is Harry Styles. And I'm totally okay with this because my wife also believes that, you know, Either I'm his doppelganger or he's mine. We share a lot of similar features, and so it's really fun. um she she loves his music um anyhow, they actually there's a great s n l uh, episode where he, Harry Styles was the, the host but so so a fun thing that I've actually been doing um for the last probably three years is anytime my wife and I. Um, We go out on a nice date. We we go to a nice restaurant, you know. And I make the reservations online, or I call ahead. Um, There's always that little section, and I do this at hotels too. There's always that little section of like, is there anything that we can do to make your trip, you know, special? Or uh, maybe there's just like a, what else should we know, or or something along these lines. I ask, and I make a request every single time that there be a photograph of Harry, (laughs) of Harry Styles waiting at the table. That there be a printed photograph of Harry Styles waiting in the hotel room. And I will only uh, revisit (laughs) restaurants. I will only repatron restaurants uh, or hotels that um, actually, you know, uh, do this. And so last night, you know, we went out, we we do date nights every Wednesday. Last night we went out to a a beautiful restaurant, one of the most stunning restaurants that I've been to in a long time. Um, Restoration Hardware has a rooftop restaurant in New York, in Columbus. Yeah. And I made the request there. And sure enough, on our table, there's a a fantastic photograph of Harry Styles just waiting for my wife. And so she has a collection of these prints, you know. That is hilarious. And and restaurants, they do all these really fun little things. Sometimes they'll sign it. (laughs) Like they'll forge it. It's just so fun. And uh, so I need to go join that public board of yours or or whatever. So, so You know what's going to
1: be even funnier right now to top this story? It's because I think that you – That because of my accent, you thought that I had said Harry Styles, but I said it's Harry Styles. (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We just went on a rant, and by we, I (laughs) mean I, about. Hairy styles, when what you actually said was hairstyles. Now, if wow, I am you know, over already. This is such a great example of uh, the brain's reticulated activating system at work. It's this like i fantastic, looking, I love it. I'm looking for what I want to look for. It's like what you seek, you will find. So damn. But good. listen,
1: Ben, if you want to have a word for hairy style, you can have it because now you can tell this story to people
0: and it's gonna be really funny so. carolita you are so gracious with me you sat through that the entire time i, Just- I
1: wanted to see how far we can go
0: I like- oh my word dear please forgive me that was amazing no. well thank you for that so 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 Carolina, you you i killed it okay so um the, the hairstyles board and then the, the the wall art one you said that those are you say public boards? Yeah, those what are public that, boards. What does that mean?
1: It means that anybody that goes into my Pinterest account, they can see them. Oh. That's what it means. Simple and
0: why easy. wouldn't you want everything public?
1: Uh, again, I don't want people that are landed on my you know, Pinterest account. Let's say they were looking for a specific venue. And they landed on my on my account and then they start seeing, you know, other boards and then they're like, oh, vegetarian recipes. Oh, because now I'm like giving them too much that they don't need. Perhaps they're also a vegetarian and now they're forgetting about their wedding and they're like, oh, my God, I need some recipes. I want to keep people on track of what we're doing over here, which is like we're going to be talking about your wedding.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I'm a little confused. So help me out. Go for a ahead. I imagine I'm daft quite often, but <laughs> majority of my life is me wandering. Um, so, um, so I understand you've got boards for venues. Okay. Now those boards for venues, those are boards that can turn up. If anybody searches, let's say they search for Columbus museum of art, that that board may turn up in the search results. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. To me, that means that that board is public. Is that board public?
1: Correct. It is. Okay. Public.
0: Great. Okay, cool. So maybe I just misunderstood. So then the the hairstyles board, that's a private board.
1: No, that still is public. And and I'm sorry, this is sounding confusing. Let me kind of like back this a little bit. So i mentioned that I only pin my work, right? But now within my work, there's sometimes the bride is like, I'm not so sure if I want to wear my hair down or up. I'm going to get married on the beach. I'm not so sure. So then I will go as a professional that I am because I have photographed many weddings at the beach. And I'll be like, listen, this is what's going to happen. If it's a little bit windy and you have low, you know, like a low hairdo, you're going to look a little bit messy. I have this board with beautiful (laughs) hairstyles and you can go and take a look and get inspired. So I am helping the bride solve a problem. Gotcha. That's what I'm doing. So that's the only reason why that board could be private. I mean, public.
0: Okay, gotcha. Okay, sweet. I think I think I get it now. Okay, very good. Um, and and so from a content generation standpoint, how are you pulling off generating all this content for the month in an hour?
1: All right. So the first thing that I do is once I deliver a wedding, I go through my um, Lightroom and I take all the photos that are what's that vertical that are really good to display where the venue is about or the style of the wedding. Right. So I get all the,
0: pump the brakes, pump the brakes, 90, pump the brakes. (laughs) 95% 95% of my work is horizontal. At minimum, 95% of my work is horizontal. Is there a reason it has to be vertical? You just said that you're going to look for only the vertical photos.
1: Yes. It doesn't have to be. However, when you go into Pinterest and you're in the feed and you start looking, 99% of the photos are vertical. So I'm trying to pick photos that are going to match with what the feed is giving me. You can also you know, pin pictures that are horizontal, you can do that. Um, I try to be as cohesive to what the platform is giving me.
0: Okay, that's fair. Looks like I got to start shooting vertical a little bit more.
1: When I find, you know, three years ago, when I discovered that my vertical pins were doing better than my horizontal pins, it did change a little bit the way that I should now at weddings. Because I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, I'm going to have to pin this. Now let me shoot horizontal. I mean, vertical. Yeah. But again, okay, I mean, you it. can pin horizontal if you want.
0: Understood. So you're going into Lightroom and you're selecting all the the, the vertical photographs. I
1: select all the vertical photos. I export them in a lower resolution because I'm not going to upload high. Is there resolution. advice
0: on that? Is it like two zero four eight like Facebook?
1: Uh, yes, that would work. The same, you know, the same thing. Yeah. yeah, the same thing. I I actually think I use fifteen hundred. And it to okay. dpi. so like you know whatever the same the same size that you use for Facebook, you know, I export them and then I upload them into my boards. and I use a platform that allows me to schedule this. It's a platform that has been uh, approved by uh, Pinterest. So like I upload all my content into the platform. The platform is super smart, so it schedules on its own. You know, like I have said that I want five pins per day to go mm-hmm. into my boards, so I have a full month of content a schedule, and then I forget about it.
0: So is that platform? Is that Buffer? Is that Later? What what it's is tailwind. it? Tailwind. Tailwind. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I feel like everyone who's talking about Pinterest talks about Tailwind. And then uh, as like the the solution for them. It feels like Tailwind seems particularly specialized in Pinterest. Is that accurate? Well,
1: it is. It, it works hand in hand with uh, Pinterest. So I think, you know, it's the, it is what they recommend. It's what is really good. Now, a lot of people tell you like, oh, yeah, the solution to your Pinterest is Tailwind. That is just part of the equation because then we have to go back into like what are you pinning? How are you pinning the boards that you're creating? So, if you just go and create one board that says, you know, uh, Columbus Weddings, and you're just pinning to that board without any intention behind it, you probably are not going to be as successful in your marketing strategy as if you are very niche and very detailed on how are you pinning.
0: So you're pinning, you're having Tailwind pin five pins a day and it's going to drop those into pre-existing boards or is Tailwind going to create the board and then drop in the pins? No,
1: no. You have to create every single board that you want and then you have to go manually and be like, this board is going to go to this, you know, two boards or three boards. I pin a lot of content into different boards, right? Let's say I have one beautiful photo. Uh, Let's say, let's talk about a table decoration. So I know that photo is gonna go into my venue. That is also gonna go into a board that I have created about, let's say, if it's a garden, beach, ballroom wedding, that's gonna go into one of those probably that's going to go into a seasonal wedding also if i had gone really really crazy and do one board just for that vendor because i work with that florist all the time that's going to go into that board and that's what i say pretty much the sky is the limit on how many boards you wanna create
0: okay i got it i'm tracking um fantastic and is there is there Uh, benefit then to having content trickled in, you know, on a, on a daily basis, right? Like, does that, does that, um, get pushed to the top? Does it benefit the algorithm in some way? Um, like, is there a reason you're doing that over generating and posting, you know, uh, all, however many pins on a single day?
1: Yeah. I don't want to overwhelm the platform and my audience that is there. Like, I don't want to go and dump 150 pins in one day because maybe the platform is going to be like, well, now you're a spammer, right? Uh, Calm down, lady. Like, we don't need yep. to, like, okay. do this. So I think that's why a scheduling works fantastic. Also, like, I don't want to have the same image that we just talked about pin the same day to five different boards. Because, again, the platform is going to be like, But why? Why are you doing this? And this is one of the great benefits of Tailwind, that you can move around and you can say, well, it's going to be this picture is going to be in five different boards. So once a week, it's going to post in a different board. So that way, kind of like you're always giving content to the platform and Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like you are spamming it.
0: Understood. Do you recommend having a a button on your website, uh, a plugin that that allows others to pin your photographs off your website? Okay. Yeah, you do.
1: Like that's not hurting your website. And that is giving people the possibility to pin your work. Now, one of the great things of Pinterest is the difference, let's say with Instagram, right? You post a photo Five minutes later, it's gone in the algorithm. Nobody's gonna go back and look at it. Nobody's gonna go back a month from now and be like, oh my god, where was that photo? The good yeah. thing with Pinterest is like, let's say somebody comes to my my board, they like a photo, they save it. Now, people in their people that can see that extra let's let's talk about you. You, Ben, come to my Pinterest. You like a picture really good. You're going to get married again with your wife in Florida. You're planning your no anniversary. We are,
0: we are planning our 10-year anniversary. Exactly. So we've been married for 10 years. We're, we're going to either do Hawaii or Italy, and we're going to hire there a photographer. So you, st-
1: you start looking. The first thing that you probably will look for is like, well, if we're going to go to Hawaii, let's take a look at, you know, these beach photos and you start looking and you're like, Oh my God, this seems really nice. I really like it. And you start saving them in a board that is Hawaii anniversary, right? Let's say that you are not a photographer. You're just a regular person that is not in the business. So your board is public, right? Mm -hmm. Now Susie comes across your board, and she's like, oh my God, look at this beautiful Hawaiian photo. I myself, am getting married in Hawaii and I love this. I'm going to save this into my board. So mm-hmm. a pin that you save a month, even a year later, could still perform really well today. I have okay. pins that I have posted three years ago. They have gone viral and I still get interactions every single day. Now, mm-hmm. here is the important part of Pinterest. I don't care if my photo gets pinned a million times. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to trans- transport people from Pinterest into my website. I want them to click on that link that is on every single pin and go to my website and see my work in my website. So the metric that I follow is how many click link clicks I have every month from Pinterest. So yes. this is what we're doing, and I think that might be a misconception that people think that oh, Pinterest, I'm going to get clients from Pinterest, as in like somebody's going to see your pin and book you from that pin. No, what you're doing is using this as a funnel.
0: Yes, it's an awareness because I think I I see a lot of educators out there, uh, and it's and it makes sense, but there's like in. The, It's misleading metrics is what I would say, right? They'll be like, you know, I have a million pins a year or or I don't know what it would be. Like repin, again, I don't know the verbiage, but it feels like a misleading metric. Certainly that's great. And I'm sure that results in more visitors to the website. Um, But I think that that's helpful for for me to hear is really tracking uh, a specific.
1: Yes. Like I don't want any, uh, how is that thing called? The, the beauty metric or whatever the, the thing Vanity metric. The vanity, vanity metric. metric. I don't want any of that. That means nothing. If I have a pain that has gone viral and has been repeated literally 2,000 times, I mean, great. But what I want to see is like out of those 2,000 times, how many people have actually gone to my website and stayed in my website for at least a minute? Because of that pin. That's what's important to me. Because now I know that once people land on my website, I know that I have a really good website to convert people. Yes. So that's what I want.
0: Yes, love it. Carolina, this has been awesome. This is really, thank you for um, allowing me to g- continue to kind of, I don't know, a- ask questions. That, again, I just don't know the platform very well. And so there's a lot of clarity that I was looking for. And you were you were so patient <laughs> in communicating with me um, and helping uh, to, to move things forward. So it sounds like if I could summarize the, the three things, and then this is for me to see if I actually get this right. And then you correct, you tell me how far off I am, Carolina. Okay. So, so three things to be doing on your Pinterest, uh, today, first in is going to be recover your password. That's 3.1. Okay. So after that's done, so it's going to be to clean up what you have to, to make private or remove boards or content that is not, uh, in line, uh, to serve your leads, your clients. The second thing is going to be to to really focus on getting on brand with your profile. And so to update your title, uh, to not be, you know, Ben Hartley, but to be something that's in relationship to the keywords that I'm after, uh, to update my avatar, to be consistent with my other platforms, and then to create a bio that's also keyword relevant and probably relevant to how I'm uniquely qualified to solve a visitors problem is probably my guess. And was that the second one? Is that You're it good? For You're good. Oh, okay. The third tip was content creation. And this is when you get into Tailwind and you get into uploading the content within Tailwind to have it drip into Pinterest uh maybe is five pins a day like what you recommend? Is that what you kind yes. of ramp up to or
1: well, before remember, before going into tell when to upload the content, you have to create the boards that that content is going okay.
0: yeah, uh, so to be scheduled to. Then use specific boards, no exactly. less. Qu- quick question before we wrap up: in regards to when I'm rendering out photographs, you know, I'm 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 downsizing them a little bit, two thousand pixels, you know, whatever it may be. Is there a naming structure that you recommend or alt text? Is that, is that a thing that you can do within Pinterest? Or what do you recommend for naming
1: structure? I do uh, kind of like the same thing as when I do my blogging. I try to search for the keywords. So most of the times I'm focusing on venue. That's like my first thing. Because I know for the research that I have done within my own brides, when they went to Pinterest, they wanted to see a venue they like and how would that look for a wedding. Because that's what people are looking for, those visuals. And that's when you should be getting, you know, like, let's say, again, we're going to talk about the Museum of Art in Columbus. A bride just got engaged. She went to the museum and she's like, you know, this potentially could be my, my venue. Now I need a visual or how this is going to look. Most likely, this person is going to go to Pinterest and put, you know, Museum of Art wedding and then get inspiration from that. And that's how people can find you. Again, she... She gets all these beautiful pictures, she starts looking, and then she gets that photo that really speaks to her or him, clicks on that Love photo, it. and now they're on your website. And now it's like the rabbit hole. It's like, now we're here. I want to see more weddings. Who is this guy about? Now I want to contact this person. And that's Love what it. we want.
0: Okay. Awesome. I got some work to do, Carolina. Carolina, (laughs) where can people find you online? I know that you've got a lot more information with Pinterest. I know that you've, you've got course content that you're working on. Can you tell us a little bit about that, where people can find you, find the course itself uh, and connect with you more?
1: Fantastic. So people can find me at thetalkrepublic.com, T-O-G, republic.com. I have a podcast. I have a private group also. Uh, I have a Pinterest class that is called The Art of Pinning. It is, again, relaunching at the end of this month. So in this class, I go very, very specific on, you know, video tutorials, why you should pin, you know, like vertical instead of horizontal, I give you options, I give you ideas for your boards, if you're the kind of person that you're like, I, I don't know what to, you know, pin, I give you ideas, I also give ideas for people that are in the wedding industry that are not photographers. Uh, in this new class, I'm also talking about video pins, how to create video pins for, you know to attract. You know, clients create a little bit of excitement around your brand, uh, how to read your analytics. So pretty much I cover everything in this class. And the class is self-paced. It's super short. It's about a little bit longer than an hour. So you can do this in one sitting and then start working on your Pinterest. Now, what I want people to understand once again is that Pinterest, we're going to be using it as a funnel. You need to have a good website if you want to convert people. So it is a funnel that has worked for me fantastically because you want to generate that traffic into your website of people that are looking for what you do. People that are specifically looking for a wedding photographer in the city that you are located or a venue that you have worked with. And as I said at the beginning, 40 million engaged couples use Pinterest every year. That is a lot of people that we can serve.
0: Love it. We're going to get links. To the show notes uh, in the show notes uh down for that i also want to get a link um there's a there's an episode of the podcast um that i recorded really focusing in on creating a website that converts mm, uh, and it'd be a helpful podcast to listen to as a follow-up to this one I, um, I i don't have the number uh the podcast episode offhand but i will make sure that i get a link in the show notes um uh, but that would be a great kind of follow up as well. Um, and uh, Carolina, are we gonna are we gonna do something here with maybe a, a, a little code for people to be using uh, for access to um, to that course as yeah. well?
1: I will okay, go cool. back to the to the to the. Facebook group once I have everything set up so people keep, you know, your eyes peeled for this in the next couple of weeks as I prepare to the launch of this class. And listen, if you have questions, let me know. Uh, my question to you, Ben, is like, are you going to go and do this today? For your
0: pink no, no, I'm <laughs> going to take my kids sledding today. We, <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. And that's, uh, you know, it is, uh, I've been looking for snow here and we finally got a nice blanket of snow. And so as soon as I end this episode, I'm going to run home and I'm going to bundle up my uh, boys, Alex and Colton, and I'll see if B's feeling up for it. And I'm taking them sledding. Well, uh, that's and, fun. Then, <laughs> and then, and then, I'll consider Pinterest, but no, to, to your point, Carolina. Yes. It's, it's a, it's certainly something that can't be ignored. Uh, and so I do plan to, so probably be prepared to hear from me as well here in the next 24 hours as I'm looking for more guidance.
1: Awesome. Remember to have that board for Harry style. (laughs)
0: Harry, Harry, <laughs> you're the best. I like you, Carolina. Listen, uh, thank you again for being here. I appreciate you so much, and and I can't wait for the next time that we get the opportunity to converse.
1: Fantastic! Thank you so much for having me, Ben. Have fun today.
0: Podcast listeners, thank you for for kind of extending your attention for the full duration of this episode. Uh, Carolina is such an incredible person, incredible talent, uh, really knows what is going on uh, within the space. I can't recommend uh, what she's up to with Pinterest anymore. Make sure that you go check out that link. I want to invite you guys as well. Uh, you know, this podcast is actually being recorded currently live uh, inside of my mastermind group. And you can, and mm-hmm get access to that. It's going to be pretty cool because uh, I have this amazing group of photographers on on Facebook. And every now and then I do some behind the scenes episodes of the podcast where as I'm recording it, I do a live video and there's a number of comments and questions and engagement for Carolina. And now she has the opportunity to go into that group and to engage back with you guys. That way it's not a one way conversation. It's not just you listening. And so I would love to invite you into that community. You can gain access by going to six figure photographers, Photography.com forward slash mastermind. Six figurephotography.com forward slash mastermind. It's a free community. And um and you'll see this episode actually in there. And you can feel free to tag Carolina, uh, thank her for any knowledge, ask her a question, something along those lines. Uh, but I can't wait to see you guys in that group. And listen, if I don't see you in the mastermind group, well then hopefully you hear my silky, incredible voice (laughs) on the next episode of the Six Figure Photography Podcast. Until then.
1: Bye.